RTL Original Podcast. Taking inspiration from the iconic Blur smash hit of the same name, this pod takes a look at some of the greatest records ever made and argues why their second track is more often than not that album's best. Join me, Stephen Steps Low, for a look at some of the best and sometimes worst second songs of all time. This week, we are revisiting the mind of Billy Corgan and, more specifically, taking on one of the best song twos ever written. Yes, I know that is a bold claim right out of the gates, but I will stand by it. The second track on the willfully bonkers Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, Tonight Tonight, is, without question, one of these songs that even those unfamiliar with Smashing Pumpkins music will be able to identify. It was even number one in Iceland, for heaven's sake. Growing up as a teen in the 90s in the UK was a glorious thing, and back then it all seemed like so much fun. MTV, real music, not seven second hooks, taping from the radio, staying out till dark, and all the wild abandon that that brings. At age 16, when Melancholy came out, I was hooked. Bullet with Butterfly Wings had ushered a newer, darker, angrier Smashing Pumpkins. But it was the way Tonight Tonight's grandiose and sweeping scope followed the album's instrumental opener that really drew me in. In fact, I challenge you, no, I defy you, pause this pod, go play the track and revisit that rush, those strings, Jimmy Chamberlain's exceptional drumming. Come back in four minutes and let's begin again. Typically for Corgan, the worldwide success of Siamese Dream, released back in 1993, was but a taste for where his vision of the Pumpkins' future would be. So it was then that in 1995, the band announced that they would be releasing a two-hour-plus double album. Siamese Dream was ostensibly written and recorded by Corgan, where he wrote, played and recorded almost all the music, and James Eha, Jimmy Chamberlain and Darcy Retsky effectively adding bits here and there before taking it on the road. With melancholy, producer Alan Mulder reined in Corgan's more tyrannical tendencies and gave room to the full band.
The result was an expansive double album that really was a shot in the arm for a rapidly nullified alternative music scene. Corgan, rather ironically for someone on the verbose end of the chatty spectrum, has remained relatively tight-lipped on the wider themes of the song, but has revealed that it was a track that addressed his younger self having escaped an abusive childhood. The track references Cheap Trick as much as it pilfers from Yeats, but it is undeniably Pumpkins. Corgan would say in 1997, speaking in a Guitar World article, that the track was conceived in the middle of Siamese Dreams touring. I booked us in to a Chicago studio to just put all of our ideas down to tape, he said. Tonight was one of those ideas. I never thought it would be a single. I just didn't think people would get it. Not only did the song take the band by surprise, but it also awoke something in the critics who began to warm to the newer expansive sound. Of this, Corgan was enthusiastic. I have to say that recording the 30-piece string section was probably one of the most exciting recording experiences I have ever had. And that sense of adventure and mystery is present throughout the 4 minute 19 second runtime. For whatever reason, some tracks just sit with you and reach a spot others can't, and Tonight Tonight seemed to encapsulate and capture a moment, for many, where everything and anything was possible but there was still that fear that it could all disappear. Of all the songs with the Smashing Pumpkins, that one seems to have the level of just getting better with age, Corgan says in the revised liner notes for the 2014 reissue of Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Every time we play it live, it's one of the highlights of the night, and it's funny because in doing the reissues, listening to the demos, it reminds me what I was thinking at the time. I thought it was a pretty good song but I didn't necessarily think it was exponentially better than anything else. Here is perhaps the biggest clue as to why the Smashing Pumpkins and Corgan in particular are so frustrating. For every great song, and there are many, there are meandering self-obsessed noodles that are overthought and overwrought. Here it was kept simple, despite the lavish production, and the band went with it and in doing so, recorded a cut that really connects with people, the chords, the message, everything, and somehow, the song continues to hold that power some 30 years later. Tonight Tonight was originally written in the key of C, but as is now common knowledge, Corgan, unable to sing in C, chose to record in G, with all the instruments turned down a half step so that the textures fit together. Now, 1979, the fifth track found on disc 2, Twilight to Starlight, is arguably the Paramount Pumpkins piece. Tonight Tonight, however, features regularly on a number of best of lists, helped in no small part by a truly magnificent and award-winning video. The music video was inspired by Georges Millier's silent film A Trip to the Moon. Millier's name is actually written on a steamboat in the video itself, and the video was filmed much like a turn-of-the-century silent film, using theatre-style backdrops and primitive special effects, with most of the backdrops and puppet work created by artist Wayne White. Fun fact, 
Pumpkin's bass player Darcy Retsky liked the sets from the video so much, she put them in a barn on her farm. Now, no one is going to argue that the Pumpkins did not lose the plot well after Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. However, this track in particular remains one of the quintessential Pumpkins pieces, and I, for one, will stand by and defend this record until the day I die. In researching this pod, we clicked through a number of sites and articles, including Starler.org, Archive.org, Sonfax.com, AllMusic.com, Genius.com, Enemy Archives, SongMeanings.com, AllMusicBooks.com, and of course, Wikipedia. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review, it really does help. Also add your comments, pointers, recommendations, and arguments as to what the best and worst song twos are. I have been Stephen Steps Low, and this has been Song 2 for RTL Today Radio.